Everyone looks forward to holding their baby in their arms postpartum, but when you start talking about the reality of what postpartum looks like when it comes to healing, so many women just commiserate together about all of the difficulty and hardship that comes. Well, are you dreading the healing process? Are you worried about what's what would happen if you tear? What if you suffer from postpartum depression and anxiety? then you're going to want to continue listening to this episode. And I have something really special in here for you as well. So keep listening. But are you really prepared for what postpartum will be like? Today, I want to share with you a ritual. Yes, a ritual. And I'll get into that. But what it is that I've done every single postpartum and recommend to every single one of my clients that has helped quicken the healing process for me. So let's hop in. Welcome to the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast, where your journey to a joyful and empowered birth experience begins. I'm your host, Allie McLean, a registered nurse, home birth coach, devoted wife, and proud mother to four incredible kiddos. I've walked the path from trauma to triumph, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. At the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast, we're more than just a show. We're a community of dreamers, believers, and fearless mothers-to-be. If you're seeking to reclaim your birth story, to transform fear into confidence, and to embrace the beauty of home birth, you found your tribe. My own transformative journey began with a traumatic C-section, propelling me on a quest to uncover the power of home birth. And now, I'm on a mission to help you rise above your past, prevent needless C-sections, and stand firmly in the certainty of your dream birth. As a devoted follower of Jesus, I believe that His divine design for birth is inherently good. It is a reflection of His love, strength, and grace. If the dream of home birth has been planted on your heart, know that it's there for a purpose, and I'm here to stand with you as you pursue it wholeheartedly. In a world filled with racing thoughts and doubts, I'm your guide to taking those thoughts captive, making them obedient to Christ, and replacing them with the liberating truth. Together, we'll navigate the challenges that lie ahead, finding not only freedom, but also unbridled joy on your path to motherhood. This podcast is a haven for the woman who has faced the darkness of a traumatic birth and has questioned whether home birth is within her reach. Here we shatter those doubts. Join us for illuminating interviews with remarkable birth workers who share our reverence for the sanctity and splendor of birth. Listen to inspiring women as they recount their triumphant birth stories, each a testament to the strength that resides within you. So whether you're just starting to explore the world of home birth or you're already on this radiant journey, the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast is your sanctuary, your wellspring of knowledge, and your unwavering support system. Get ready to be inspired, to be empowered, and to embark on a path that leads you to the birth you've always dreamed of. It's time to experience the Holy Spirit's power, to embrace the beauty of birth, and to create a legacy of love and strength. Are you ready to transform your birth experience? Let's dive in. All right, first off, let's talk about what a ritual is. If you're feeling triggered over this word, <laughs> I just want to help you feel better about what I mean by ritual. So a definition that I found is a repetitive action or event that represents deeper religious, cultural, or social significance. Okay, so the first thing is we can find rituals all over the Bible. Um, one of them 
is anointing the head of priests with oil to commission them into the priesthood. You see washing ceremonies, you see baptism, you see communion. These are things that have a, a deeper religious significance. And I believe that God used these to show how important something is. So if he's putting rituals into the Bible to show something as important, I believe that we can have rituals to show how important postpartum is. So again, if you are like, well, I don't, I don't do any rituals. <laughs> I want to remind you what we do to celebrate birthdays. So think about it. You have a friend that is turning, um, that is rowing another year. <laughs> we, we're celebrating them. And how do we do that? Well, we bake a cake, we put some candles on, and then what? It's a social ritual that we do to sing happy birthday and then have them blow out the candles, right? This is just something that has been so normalized, but it's, it shows significance um, socially that this person is being celebrated for turning another year older. So rituals, then it shows intentionality, right? It's, it has intention behind a ritual and then it has a purpose too. So social ritual of blowing out can candles, uh, the purpose is celebration. Um, and then biblical rituals had um, a lot of purpose behind them as well. Most of them showing glory to the Lord, but um, there is more behind that, which is so interesting. But rituals are upheld as important and it bonds people together who practice the same ritual. So the reason that I use the term postpartum ritual is because I believe if we can start changing the mindset on how we treat women and babies postpartum and we have a set ritual in place that is honored and respected by everybody in a society and in a culture, then one, maternal health outcomes will be better, will increase nursing uh, rates and length. Um, moms are going to heal faster. They're going to heal better. Their families will be stronger, right? It bonds a society together when you know this is how a woman is supposed to function postpartum. We, we set expectations and importance behind rituals is going to improve so many things. But this starts, it starts with you. It starts with saying, this is what I do postpartum. And this is how I'm going to heal. And it's not selfish. Literally, when you start with an intention of I'm doing this for my family, I, I'm taking time to heal. I'm practicing this certain way of, of honoring postpartum time then other people are going to find permission to do this themselves. And over time, that's how rituals and society and cultures accept, um, accept a ritual. It accepts a new norm. So again, starts with you. But what can this look like? This can, it starts with a quiet entrance. So what does that mean? It means that the birth isn't over until the placenta is born. Okay, so mom is holding baby, there's quiet, no harsh rubbing, um, no newborn assessment. It's just observing and holding space for mom and baby to meet. And we continue this as long as the placenta takes to be born. And again, 
it's not just significant for the bonding and for facilitating those hormones that help with bonding, but it also helps with the birth of the placenta. There's no need to rush it. Like um, many times it's happening in the hospital with bright lights and uh, just strangers in the room. That's not facilitating a physiological birth of a placenta. Uh, so we want to respect the mom. We want to give mom and baby space to bond. Now, the second, once the placenta is born, step number two is observing it, right? It's an amazing organ. Literally, your baby was attached to that, and it was the life-sustaining organ that your body grew and birthed. Like, your body doesn't need it anymore. Your baby doesn't need it anymore. And you can say you can honor it. You can be in awe of the design that God created and you can say goodbye and say thank you. I think that so many women miss out on this. I know for my first baby, I never got to look at the placenta and there's just an odd sense of uh, disappointment when you don't finish the birth in this way. I, I don't necessarily have all the words to express how important this is, but I know so many moms um, don't think that this means much. But when we facilitate birth and when we hold birth as important and as something to be respected, most of the time moms want to see this organ. They want to marvel at it. This was um, a big, it is a big deal. And so some people, once the placenta is born and they they look over it with awe, um, they can decide to burn the cord, cut the cord, tie the cord. Uh, those are kind of some ways that you can decide for yourself how you want to separate mom and baby. Um, I do believe that it should be something that is special and it's upheld as really an important time. And so however that looks like for you and your family, do it. Um, And then after the placenta is separated, you can consume it, bury it, or dispose of it. So those are kind of your options. And again, this is up to each family member, but it's the intention um, or each family, but it's the intention behind it um, that really does matter. So the after placenta is born, after you do whatever you're going to do with the placenta, you then get in bed and you nurse for a full hour until baby is totally relaxed and falls off the breast. Um, Usually it's best to nurse on one side completely until the baby um, is satisfied on that side. Then you are experiencing that skin to skin and maybe the siblings are able to be introduced and you get to experience that whole fun ordeal. Um, But it really is important to give yourself time and space, especially if you're a first-time mom. Having that full hour where baby first thing, it's going to help with bleeding. It's going to help with establishing that um, breastfeeding bond and ability right when the hormones are at max uh, capacity and uh, also having, you know, a wise woman there who has 
been there before and can help you. Um, I just highly, highly encourage giving yourself that full hour to nurse before you move on. Um, and then next, so after you nurse for that full hour, you go into your postpartum bath. Now, if you want a recipe for the bath that I have used, go to bit.ly slash homebirthessentials. I have a recipe on there. I have everything you need um, to have the essentials at your home birth so you're not rushing around making sure that you have everything you need right um, towards the end of the pregnancy. Um, but get the recipe there have a warm herbal bath. It is so soothing. I was shocked after my first birth. I worked really, really hard um, to have this baby. I pushed for two and a half hours. My muscles were so, so sore. And I just remember them drawing this bath for me and getting in. It was like immediate relief. My muscles felt amazing. Uh, I had a tear that I know that this bath helped heal me so fast. So you can take baby in with you or dad can do skin to skin during this time. Uh, you just clean yourself off. You can check yourself for tears and really do this as often as needed. It really does quicken your healing um, and soothe the sore muscles. So this is a wonderful thing to look forward to. And then after the bath, you get back into bed, okay? And you can, I, I highly encourage for this first five days, so following a 555 rule, but the first five days is you are in bed. And so I highly encourage women, be skin to skin as much as possible with baby in this first five days. It's going to help regulate um, blood sugar and temperature and nursing. And it's so, so healing and wonderful for everybody. Um, then it's five days on the bed. So you can be sitting up, you can be engaging more, but you're still in bed. Okay. Um, and especially if you've had a tear, you want to make sure that you're not going up and down stairs. You're not walking a lot. You're mainly that first five days is you're in bed. You walk to the bathroom when you need to, and you come back. Um, and same really with that on, on bed too. Um, five days around bed. So after five days in bed, five days on bed, five days around bed. What that looks like for me most of the time is having a few more visitors over um, and I'm either on my bed um, or I am walking to the living room and I'm hanging out there. Um, I just take my time to heal. And again, if you want to learn more about this postpartum, herbal healing that I do and suggest go to bit.ly slash heal postpartum and you can download that. I highly recommend making it very clear to family and friends that this is the ritual that you're planning on. Um, there is absolutely no need to bounce back. And um, in fact, it really will slow down your healing. So again, just a recap, what is this postpartum ritual? Well, it starts with a quiet entrance. So the birth isn't over until the placenta is born. Take your time, hold space, um, be patient, be quiet, light, uh, lights are off, um, no asking questions, no harsh rubbing of the baby. And then second, observe the placenta, look over it with wonder, Thank God for this amazing design. And then do whatever with the cord um, and the placenta 
that feels right for your family and then nurse for a full hour until baby is relaxed. Um, do your skin to skin and establish that. Number four, postpartum bath. Um, enjoy, rest, um, clean yourself off. Um, this is such a healing thing. And I just, uh, I am so amazed by what the Lord has given us in herbal medicine to help us heal. Uh, it's truly amazing. So that's where you clean off, check for tears. And then after that, get back into bed, follow the 555 rule. Uh, five days in bed, five days on bed, five days around bed. And again, this is going to look different for everybody, but giving yourself a good 15 days, I mean, that's minimum. Like most cultures are like 40 days, 60 days, three months um, of healing. And so I think in America, we just really are lacking and it shows in our maternal mor morbidity and mortality rates. Um, so really take 15 days to fully focus and invest into the healing. Um, take the postpartum herbal bath as much as possible. Skin to skin. Um, give yourself space and time to heal. And that, as we're leaving, I just want to tell you a quick story of a woman who right after having a C-section thought it would be a great idea to go to Target on the way home from the hospital. <laughs> she and her husband walked around the store and she's leaning over the cart in excruciating pain. Um, they get back to the electronics and she's thinking there's absolutely no way I'm going to be able to walk back to the front. I'm in so much pain. And she told herself that there was this lie that she was bleeding, um, that she had to get back to normal quickly because she was strong. Having a baby wasn't going to change that. <laughs> Instead, what this did was it took her forever to heal. She developed postpartum depression, anxiety, had trouble nursing the first three months of her baby's life. And if you haven't guessed it yet, guys, this person was me. After all of that, I knew I needed to do something different, but I had no idea how. Nobody ever told me that there was a different way to do postpartum, a better way, a more healing and restful way, a, a way that was going to help facilitate nursing and a bond and lower my rate of postpartum depression and anxiety. So if you need help, planning for postpartum or need to talk through previous experiences, or you just want to learn more about how I can help you have a confident, peaceful, Holy Spirit filled home birth, please schedule a 15 minute call with me. And we're going to work together to figure out the best next step for you. I just see a movement happening of women saying, I and my baby deserve better birth can be better. Postpartum can be better. But sometimes we need somebody to come alongside of us and say, hey, this is how, this is how I've done it. And you have permission to do this as well. Sometimes we just need that outside perspective. So schedule a call, go to bit.ly slash one five confidence and schedule that today. All right, friends, as always, peace be with you. I hope you loved today's episode and found it so helpful and encouraging. If you did, would you take 30 seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or send this episode to a friend who has been praying for a peaceful home birth? Lastly, make sure you get my free download 
of my complete home birth essentials checklist. Make sure you have everything ready to go so you're able to feel at peace and confidence leading into your home birth. This printable checklist has all of the important but less glamorous or thought of items that I have found to be so incredibly helpful to have at a home birth after working with many clients in person. Now get it by clicking the link in the show notes and as always, thanks for listening and peace be with you.